Good morning. Welcome to the Celtic Way Morning Briefing Live. I'm Tony Haggerty at A Haggerty 10 Twitter handle, as you all know by now. And I'm joined today on Wednesday, December the 28th, by Sean Martin at Sean Martin TCW. Good morning, Sean. How are you? Morning, Tony. No bad. You have a good Christmas? I did indeed, yes. Yourself? Do you have a good one? Aye, aye. Good you? Aye, quite quiet, quite quiet. But hope you all have a good one as well. Yes, indeed. Indeed. Probably hear my dogs in the background there. Dear, dear. But hey, there you have it. Sighting over who gets to get in the new kitchen first, are they? I think we're, that's exactly what it is, Sean. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Now, good morning, everybody. And as we do every day, we'll just draw your attention to the strap line at the bottom of the page. And you know what we're going to say. Subscribe to the Celtic Way. We've always got a deal on for you. And this is December. Merry Christmas deal. We support top quality journalism covering the club you love. And you can do that one of two ways if you subscribe. It's a pound for two months of full access to everything that's written on the website. You find all sorts of wonderful stuff there. Or you can enjoy 25% off the yearly price, which takes that down to 26 quid. And all you have to do is hit a button www.celticway.co.uk forward slash subscribe that's www.celticway.co.uk forward slash subscribe all sorts of wonderful stuff on there as I've said Sean isn't there there is Tony sorry I had myself on mute there a wee bit to, to, <laughs> let, you, to let you go I, of course there is uh, up there the day ever predicted 11s which you'll get a wee spoiler spoiler alert for in here because I've got the I've got the, the slides to put up for when we talk about who should play and who who might not play all that kind of stuff but that's up um, and shortly we'll come to this later on but shortly uh, I will be submitting uh, or submitting processing Stuart Ross's latest scout report um, on Iwata so that'll be uh, that'll be up shortly up, 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 up before lunchtime I'm home excellent now, Sean, Celtic travel to Edinburgh tonight to take on Hibs at Easter Road. Mm-hmm. They're hopeful that they'll still remain at least nine points clear at the top of the Scottish Premier, uh, on top of the Scottish Premiership table. Yep. Now, we've uh, put our predicted 11s up, but after Saturday's uh, 4-1, convincing 4-1 win over St. Johnson, we never got to hear what you actually thought of that because... You were you <laughs> yep. were missing from the briefing yesterday, but um, I mean, I, I guess like myself and Aidan, good job, well done. Tick the result box, tick the performance box. Back in the domestic saddle, basically. Aye, that's exactly it. Um, in terms of the performance, I thought they were far more clinical. They took shots from from closer in. I think <laughs> you can tell they listened to him when he said that there wasn't mm. enough presence in the box because all four goals came in the box and three of them were in the six yard area alone. So they definitely they definitely listened. Uh, they just had a wee bit more purpose about them. I don't know if it's just because it was also Parkhead again and, and stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, Hatate at right back took us by surprise when the, when the lineups came out. There was quite a lot of talk about Aaron Moy playing right back. I just didn't see that. I, I messaged you right away and said, surely it's yeah. got to be Hatate with the way that that's that's uh, that that lineups given there. Uh, didn't expect him to play as well as that. I thought, right, well, <laughs> it makes sense, I suppose, when you think about it. Slightly disappointed they didn't give one of the youngsters a nod, uh, given they had no game before it, no game until the 30th after it. And as I said in the build-up with you, if not when there's no right-backs available, when is our young right-back going to get a chance? So disappointed with that, I'm not going to lie. Uh, that pathway still doesn't seem to be there. But when Real Hatate comes in, scores two goals from right back and gets man of the match, you can't really, you can't really say much more than that. Uh, the question is, does he continue there? Yes, well, he does in my team. Uh, I've uh, he does not in my team. 
<laughs> well, there you go. Eh? Only because so, I've taken a punt, to be honest, Tony. Only on Ra- on Ralston being uh, fit. I think, I think if uh, just because we don't know. Um, and the last comment Ange Postecoglou said on him was, "You know what, Ra- you know what Tony's like." Yeah. Uh, so right. I, I've, I've, I've taken that and ran with. That is right. <laughs> Listen, that's. I just thought that it wasn't particularly broke. Uh, on Saturday, they played really well, and you know, just give time for guys like Ralston and Juranovic to be, declare themselves fully fit. So uh, that that was just my thought process behind mm-hmm. that. But hey. Uh, you know what it's like. The manager likes to keep you on your toes at all times, doesn't he? So I'm sure uh, he was uh, very cagey about Ralston, wasn't he? But then just threw that wee kind of line in at the end, as if to say, all will be revealed type thing, wasn't it? <laughs> I uh, going to put this up, Pat, with suicide. I love the show every day. First time now we've been able to watch you live. Happy to have you. Yep. Indeed. Thank you very much. That's uh, a nice compliment. Indeed. I hope you had a a good Christmas, and we're looking forward to the new year and what that brings. Now, Sean, job done on Saturday. I guess it's just a question of the same, isn't it? If they can pr- bring that performance to the table and th- that number of goals as well and chances they created, they were they were quite exciting to watch on Saturday and play some scintillating stuff at times. So I guess a repeat of that, to go to Ibrox as, in as confident a mood as possible, the manager will take that all day long, won't he? Aye, uh, that's, that's what we'll be looking for. Um, the the manner in which they, they, they not just finished their chances, because the chances were, were coming anyway, it was it was more the perception that they weren't finishing them. It's yes. just the easy chances, if you know what I mean. Even though, as I said, against against Livy, Kyogo scored the, the best chance of the game he got, he scored it. So uh, I think it, it kind of changes perception when, when you get two goals, when it comes to Kyogo anyway. Um, but he was already actually doing all right. He was already statistically up there. Um, I think the fact that <laughs> I was going to say it was a midfielder that scored, but it wasn't it? Was a right back that scored really? Uh, but nonetheless, the amount of midfield bodies that were getting into the box will have pleased them. Um, the manner in which they scored the goals, as I said, all four were in the box, but three were in the six-yard box. And the way that they were cut back, it was just it was the ideal kind of scenario for us, yeah. to Coglu. So more of that. And kind of keeping up the confidence, keeping up the momentum before this derby in January the second will be key. But Hibs, Hibs away is a hard game, and I know Hibs aren't playing particularly well. They won four 0 against Livingston in their last game, but that was their first one in nine, I think, or I uh, first one in eight. Two two wins in the last nine with seven losses. That they've, they've not been winning games. They just can't get that over the line uh, under Lee Johnson. And they're one of the teams. You remember when we were talking about Aberdeen last week? Yes, that they kind of abandoned the way they play because. They are one of the only teams out with Celtic Rangers that enjoy more of the ball than they do off it. Hibs are the other team. Hibs are the only other team. And even this season, they're averaging nearly 59% possession. So they do enjoy having the ball. They, they won't have it. They won't have it much. So it's how they it's how they adapt to that and how they decide to play. They've been switching between a back three and a back four all season. Um, obviously, neither has been particularly fruitful so far. But they've went back four in the, the two games since returning. 3-2 defeat to Rangers and then the 4-0 against Levy. So I'm intrigued to see what oh, shape they go with, but also the way in which they try and play the game. Because Lee Johnson's mentioned about you're not playing the history of the club, you're not playing anything other than the, the, the 11 bodies in front of you, which is easier said than done, I think, a lot of the time uh, when it's Celtic and when it's a team with an identity in general. Um, it's easy to say that. So I'm, I'm intrigued to see what way they play it as much as anything else. Ange Postacoglu referenced them, didn't he? 
saying that he's trying to bring a style and identity to mm. Hibs and, you know, judge him on another couple of transfer windows, I think he was saying. Yeah. He maybe doesn't have the players there to actually execute it just yet, but mm. he's on the on the right track. So I think that was yeah. decent praise from Ange, wasn't it? The thing is, with Lee Johnson saying you're not playing the history, the, hist- the recent history for Hibs at Easter Road against Celtic's actually all right. Pretty good, yeah. Um, they lost, Celtic lost in December 2018, and they're unbeaten in 15 in all competitions against Hibs since that loss, right? But at Easter Road, since that result, they've played seven. They've won two, but they've drawn the other five, yeah. including the last one, which was nil-nil. So, as much as Lee Johnson's saying, don't look at the history, all that kind of stuff, is the recent history for Hibs at Easter Road's actually all right. So, it's not to be taken for granted tonight that just because Hibs aren't playing well, that, that Celtic will run over the top of them. I think it is a, I think it's a difficult game. I hope it's not nil nil again, Sean, because I risk getting the mate partner from the man that matters. <laughs> don't want that. <laughs> but yeah, that was a. You'll be there, game. of course, Tony. So you yes. will be getting it. We'll be there, yeah. So we'll fully loaded if it's not fully loaded, yeah. <laughs> if it doesn't go Celtic's way, indeed. Yeah, they just bristled at my question. I thought Celtic were a bit flat, but hey, you know your opinion, aren't they? So there you go. Yeah. I don't know if you are. I don't know if you are. I don't know if you are. <laughs> <laughs> well, he shot me down, so I was fair yeah. enough. That was, uh, but it was all squared up after it. Uh, the foy, but but that's neither here nor there. Uh, but yes, indeed. Now, do you want to have a look at what lineups? I why not? I why not? Um, see what the viewers. I'll put yours up first, I think. Yeah. So you, Tony. Hatati, obviously, right back. I presume you're yeah. just going on the basis Ralston maybe won't make it. Yes. I I said I went on the basis that because of just because of the way that he said that, you know what Tony's like. I'm thinking right, he might be, yeah. he might be fit, and if he's fit, that brings up the question of what happens to the midfield because Hatati was man of the match from right back, but Moy had a really good game. I thought. Yeah. So what happens there? I, in the end, I've went with the Hatati back to the kind of first-choice midfield three, which is harsh on Moy, because I really do think he, he looked leaner, he looked more willing to play the dangerous passes against uh, St Johnston. I thought he had a good game, so it would be harsh on him if that's the case. But the Hatati thing, I, I think I've, I've no no worries if it is him playing right yeah. back. I think he played really well. I think the way that Celtic played with the ball would suit him anyway. I think he would do the job fine. Uh, I just, if Ralston's fit, I think you move him back into midfield. I've kept everybody in situ except uh, James Forrest. I've rotated James Forrest. Mm. I, I thought Maida did very well on, on the left wing on Saturday. Thought thought he was excellent. He's con- what he contributed for the sixty odd minutes that he was on him, both him and Forrest. Large part of why Celtic was successful and scored the goals, as you see, cutbacks along the set yard box. Mm. They were involved in a lot of that good play, and I brought in Jota because I think you'll want Jota to. Mm. I think you'll want Jota to play at Ibrooks, won't he? So I think you'll feel you'll want him to play in this one and then yeah, give him a run out before Ibrooks. So that was just my thinking behind that. And then mm-hmm. Kyogo starts up front for the minute because he's, as you've seen yesterday, he's, he's kind of, for a man that's off the boil, he's just gone top of the goal scoring chart. So <laughs> that's I mean, I said that in the, the yeah. Miller rankings entry. <clears throat> It was like when you when you think he's he's off he's supposedly off the boil when you look at all the stats and stuff even just the raw stats of goals and stuff but under yeah. underlying stats as well you're like well if this is him off the boil fair play um, I'll take that but no nah, it's uh, for me the difference apart from Hatati which obviously led to the Moy difference uh, 
for me was I did keep Maida, but yes. rather than Jota, I've, I've taken Abada. Yeah. I um on the basis that James Forrest, first of all, hasn't started two competitive games in a row this season. Um and I just don't necessarily think that, that ends here. I think yeah. he will drop out. The reason I've taken Abada is that I, I really do think he was unlucky not to get the start against St Johnston, given the performances he'd put in against uh, Aberdeen and Livingston. And Postacoglu said as much that he was really unlucky, it was just because of the time between the games and, and different things that he wanted to rotate. Now, the, the counter-argument to that is, are you really not going to start Jota two games in a row? <laughs> but with Rangers on the horizon, that, that's the that's the big one. Uh, so you're probably right, to be honest, Tony. But I've went with Abada just on the, the, the basis that I, I do think he was unlucky. And then with the Maida one, it's just the fact that I think if he thinks Hibs are going to slightly come out a wee bit more than most teams, like he thought Aberdeen were going to do, and he started Maida that day for that reason as well, is there might be a wee bit, of, a wee bit more space in behind that Maida yeah. will exploit. So I've went with that for that reason. But there's every chance I'm wrong because Jota not starting two games in a row is criminal probably. But also as well, Sean, if he's thinking about a batter turns up for Rangers games, doesn't he? He does. It's kind of toss-up between those two as to who occupies that berth, I think. So mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't, you know, I'm not perturbed if either or start, I've got to be honest. But I would just like to see a wee bit more from Jota if it's him uh, before the Rangers game. A badder, you can you can hang your hat in a badder doing something in the Rangers game if he plays. <laughs> so it's, it's it's one of those ones, isn't it? But yeah, that's the that was both our logic and our thinking behind it. Guys, get your teams in the comment section. Uh, let us know who you uh, who you would play tonight. But I I've got to be honest, Sean. I I'm not really perturbed at who gets rotated because I think on Saturday we showed that there's a real depth. Still, and quality of squad there. Now, this comment is, is interesting, Antonio, um, saying Cameron, pardon me, Cameron Carter-Vickers is one card away from a one-match suspension. And he says he would put Jens in and save, um, save Carter-Vickers for the Derby. Do you agree with that? Because he, he is on four yellow cards, first and foremost. He is, he's, he's correct, he's on four yellow cards. But do can you, can you possibly not play I, him? I don't think so. And I don't think the manager will see it that way, will he? I've got to be honest, I, I think the manager's a strong team as possible, if he can, kind of guy, you know, so I think the need for, what 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 if he rotates Cameron Carter-Vickers and Celtic lose? Well. 1-0, something like that, or whatever, you know, and Nisbet's back, isn't he? Kevin Nisbet's back for Hibs. Kevin Nisbet's back, yeah. Total threat, yeah. You know, so I, I just think you've got to, you've got to play your strongest possible team, get the job done and worry about the outcome of mm. those kind of things uh, later. You know, he's pretty he's pretty solid and, and rugged and he doesn't usually get involved, but I'm mm. quite I'm quite puzzled as to why he's got those four yellow cards. I'm trying to understand where they were and why. I can tell you, right, I can't, I can't remember all the incidents right enough, but there was one in the, the first derby, one against St Johnston away, one against Livingston away, and then one St Johnston just there. I, I remember the Livingston away one oh. because he had a right tussle. Don't you? Don't you? Uh, uh, yeah. So I, I can remember that one. So that that was a game in my head that sprung to mind. The others, uh, the others, 
uh, escaped me, but the Nubly one, uh, the game at Livingston, I remember that because that was a ding-dong. And I actually mm-hmm. quite enjoyed watching that because the two of them just went at it. Well, there's Neil Reid saying he agrees with me that you've got to play him at. What, what's your thoughts, Sean? Would you play him? Aye, I mean, I, the thing is, Putin's a part and parcel of the, the game. Yeah. You can't you can have... I don't think he's the kind of guy that it would affect his performance because he's quite calm at the best of times. Yes. So I don't think he'll be getting thinking, oh, no, I can't do this, can't do that, because he is a physical player, but he's not a dirty player. So he's yeah. not really, it's not really in his makeup to get booked a lot. I know he's got, he's obviously got the four yellow cards, and anything can happen in any given day. But to start juggling, uh, juggling your team about taking a avoid a booking, well, I and I don't necessarily think it's an as post Coglu's makeup either. So, and I don't think you can plant that seed into a player's head, trying to get involved and trying to, because then. That's that's it. They're gone, aren't they? Head's yeah. gone. You, it's you, not, he's, not, he's, he's not Mario Balotelli. You've, you've heard, the, <laughs> you've heard the, the, the Jose Mourinho story about him uh, coming, out from <laughs> saying, coming in from half-time on a boot and saying, listen, we really need you. really need you to keep your head in the second half, setting off in the 47th minute. But that kind of thing, <laughs> it's not going to happen. Touch wood with, with Cameron Carter-Victors. He's not that type of player. A booking can happen at any point, but I wouldn't. I would be very, very surprised if it was anything for anything daft. If you know what I mean. Yeah, correct. Um, so, I, I, for me, he plays. So, I and then what will be will be, as the famous song says, and see what happens tonight uh, against Hibs. But you know, I'm. I think Celtic go there, Sean, in fairly confident and relaxed mood, and if they can bring their brand of football to Easter Road, which they did before. A memorable game from last season when they were three up in jig time, ended up winning three one. But they were uh, they were terrific that night, weren't they? I repeat, yeah. that performance would be would uh, warm the cockles of the Celtic supporters' hearts on a cold December night. Exactly, aye. Um, I think there'll be there'll be a good a decent travelling contingent still that we that we nice wee bit between Christmas and New Year for a lot of people. Uh, yeah, heading through to uh, Leith, but. I've got to say, this has reinforced my selection and your selection of Maida. I think Slater Alligator saying as long as we have at least one bald guy on the pitch at all times, we'll be fine. So that's it. Maida's got to start. It has to start, Sean. Yep, you are. Yep, indeed, you are. Solidarity there with Maida. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Solidarnosk and all that, yes, indeed. The guy with the best haircut in Scottish football. <laughs> makes Taking over more, Scott Brown, of course. Makes you both more aerodynamic, Sean, I think, is the phrase, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so people say, but there you go. Now, Sean, another thing that has come to our attention, you know, it is the, the season coming up for transfers et al, but yep. there's a... Uh, uh, South Korean agency, and I'll try and say this, Kukki Shinbun have said... Uh, daily that, newspaper. Daily newspaper, uh, yes. Hope the pronunciation's right. Somebody will let me know if that was right, but had a good stab at it anyway. Uh, now, they're saying that Celtic are favourites to land Cho, the World Cup final striker uh, for Korea. Uh-huh. Uh, South Korea people have been watching the World Cup and he's kind of valued at 2.2 million. Uh, but they're saying Celtic are the favourites, and he currently plays for Junbuk Hyundai Motors. Uh, but I mean, we were on the ball. We did a scouting report already. Stuart Ross has already done that, and you're going to yep. flag that up again. And if you want to go and have a read at that, you will see what attributes he brings to the table. But does that say to you that these kind of reports that someone's going out the door, and we know who that someone is, or 
does that move it on slightly or is it just kind of reinforcing kind of what we already know that Celtic are in the mix but we don't know how far down the line this is? I think it's probably the latter. Um, Just given the way the the report, based on Translate anyway, said said, uh, Celtic a long way, the likes of Fenerbahce and stuff that were interested. It wasn't like Celtic are imminent. Glasgow's coming. It wasn't that quite, uh, quite that, uh, quite that far. So I think it's the latter. But nonetheless, we've still got the the scouting report there. Uh, Stuart done that one. It was like a comparison with someone else. I Hamulix. It was getting it was getting linked with Celtic at that point. But there's plenty about uh, Cho himself in there. And obviously, you'll seen him at the World Cup and and different things. Uh, And Stuart does a good job of that. And as I say, he'll have the the Iwata scout report up before lunchtime as well, which will be. Typical Stuart deep dive right into the guy. So, I think you're on mute, don't it? But, but, yes, I look forward to reading that. Yeah, indeed, that'll be good there, what one. But I think, uh, yeah, I, I'm always not not skeptical, but I always, when some say, oh, such and such are favourites to land this, you know, you, you always feel there's, oh, they've been trumped by a last minute bid. It's like a horse coming up in the rail, isn't it? So, <laughs> Until they are signed, sealed and delivered, um, I always kind of try and read between the lines, connect dots, and I would take from that that maybe Celtic are still in the mix for them and see what happens in the fullness of time once January opens. But it's always on these things, it kind of leads to speculation, doesn't it? The speculation Mm -hmm. being about George's Jackamacus and stuff like that. And I know John Hartson was on a radio station saying, there has to be some kind of resolution to this one, but which is something that I wrote a couple of weeks ago, wasn't it? Or certainly uh, recently. Yeah, you know, so I just hope there is a resolution, and I'm sure the manager will be across all these issues and Michael Nicholson as well, and they will be sorted. But I mean, lots of Celtic supporters would like to see Cho sign, Sean, from what Hi. glimpses you've got of him, do you think he would be? Worthwhile addition. Um, I I don't see why not to be honest. But as I keep saying, with a striker, if you if you sign any striker just now with Kyogo and Yakimaki, say let's say even Yakimaki just to leave, you need a striker to come in that's better than Kyogo. Otherwise, it's going to be the same situation for me. Maybe slightly more rotation, but even that, it's probably going to be um, it's probably going to be the same situation you're in. So you need somebody that's actively better, um, which will potentially be quite hard to get. Despite yeah. the, the kind of criticism or the, the critique that of Kyogo's form this season, it's quite difficult to find, I suppose, someone who is going to tick every single box that Kyogo doesn't, which isn't a lot, to be honest. Um, so I, I think I think it, it needs to be that. I don't know if chose that guy or not until you get here. Sometimes it's about how you settle sure. as well. Indeed, I agree with that, Sean. I agree with that wholeheartedly, that they need somebody better if someone, yep, Antonio Svarai says that, well said, Sean. Now, Sean, that leads us on to the topic that has been going through the World Cup finals as well, and Josip Juranovic. Yep. Now, reports that Chelsea are reputedly lining up. It's always lining up or, uh, you know, are, are preparing a bid. But the conflicting reports here, Sean, isn't there? About, uh, I know there's a wide rumour saying that he has a release clause, but nobody has written that. As fact, have they? Uh, no, the Daily Mail report that, that it seems to be taken from, it says in that that Chelsea might only have to bid as little as £8 million. It doesn't really give a reason for why that would be. 
certainly doesn't mention a release clause. Um, so we'll just, I suppose, we'll need, need to just wait and see if that is something that crops up. But it seems to have just cropped up. Yeah. Uh, now, basically, um, and so far as I can see, there isn't a mention of the release clause in, in the Daily Mail report. Just that I think because it's such a such a low figure, that's maybe a presumption. Uh, yes. But certainly that report just says that it's understood Chelsea might might have to bid as little as eight million, rather than that the reason that would be is because there's a release clause. If you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean the the two words release clause have just came from left field, haven't they? I if think it, so. I, I mean, I can't see anywhere else saying it. So, um, if Juranovic had a release clause, surely everybody would be well aware of that by now. Well, I'd have thought, uh, I'd have thought, friend of the show, uh, Fabrizio Romano, who um, <laughs> has tweeted extensively about Juranovic, has would would have mentioned at some point that that would be a that yeah. would be a factor. Um, I and as I mean, as Patrick says here, it is unlike Celtic to have a release clause because yeah. the whole point of signing people is to sell them for max value, and if you put a figure on it then you're potentially not getting max value. So we'll see. As I say, I'm not, I'm not going to say it's definitely not because it's, it seems to be creeping up from somewhere. But definitely off the bat of that Daily Mail report, that hasn't mentioned in it at all. So we'll just need to see. Um, but disappointed if it is because 8 million, there was a time you might think, well, 27-year-old right back, all right, he's an international, but it, has he properly hit the heights at Celtic? Probably not. 8 million might be all right, even though you've still been a bit disappointed in it. But after that World Cup as well, you're, it would be a sickener, really, eight million. Yeah, so it would be a total sickener. So I'm hoping that that's not the case, and it is just kind of a presumption that people are making uh, off the back of the, the eight million being a lot lower than what people were thinking Chelsea would bid that kind of thing. So yeah. aye, but we'll we'll just need to watch this space with that one, I think, because there's no answer there so far. January's going to be a busy month, Sean. <laughs> Maybe incomings and outgoings and doing and yep. We'll see, we'll see how it all pans out. But, OK, Sean, we've got to 26 minutes nearly. It's that time, isn't it? Prediction mm-hmm. time, scoreline time. OK, OK. Um, we will both have out on Saturday. Aye, what was it you said again? I said uh, 3-1. 3-1, I said 4-0. Yeah. Aye. We'll split the difference. We each got a twix. <laughs> um, I, uh, t- you go first, because I went first last time. Um, so you can go first this you time. I've not asked Aiden for his, so... I'll go first. I shall say, I shall say 3 0, Sean. 3 0. To Celtic, yes. Well, I'll uh, break the habit of a lifetime and go conservative. Uh, I'll go, I'll go 2 0. 2 0. Although I'm getting increasingly wary about taking clean sheets, to be honest. Yeah, well, uh, but I, uh, I'm, I'm actually, I was thinking about that, same as Helen. I was thinking of 2 1, but I'll go. I'll go with the I'll go with a clean sheet. And also I've I've just realized because I was kinda of, don't know if you noticed, but I was kinda of quietly trying to Google things in the background because it wasn't sitting right when we were talking about the five bookings. Uh, we are wrong, he's not one booking away from a, a suspension because it's six bookings now you need. Right, okay. Six bookings in the one competition and he's on four, so it, it should be fine. And I right, double checked okay. that with um, a case study there quickly with Melker Halberg of uh, St Johnston because he's doing the, the suspension list. And it was on the twelfth of November, and the twelfth of November was when he got his sixth yellow card. So, right. so we're fine, really. Carter Vickers will be playing; he's not in danger of suspension, all that kind of stuff. So, for that reason as well, I'll go clean sheet. <laughs> <laughs> well, well done for doing that on the job, as they say. Uh, I, I, I was under the impression that it was six bookings as well. Kind of threw me a wee bit, but I, I bow to other people's knowledge therein. 
at times. So uh, I thought it was always six bookings in the one competitions because of the top nut procedure then, isn't it? I, I must admit, I, I, I didn't realise it was six, I thought it was five, so I, I kind of took that face value, but then it was when a couple of comments, it was actually Beach Boy saying he thought it never uh, it never got uh, enacted until a certain amount of time a week or so after the, the, the last booking, and I thought right. I'm going to need to check this because we're, we're talking about it and I'm not entirely sure, so I checked it and it's, it's six bookings. So he's, he should be fine, regardless. Obviously, now touch with he doesn't get a red card. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. You should not have said those words. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, I, yeah, I'll just ask you your opinion on the, the Turnbull red card. Yeah, the Turnbull. Aye. I, myself and Aidan, kind of in hindsight, at the time I thought it might have been harshly done by, but I've seen... A few. Oh, I Tony. In hindsight, in the group, you were uh, you were not very happy. Not very happy in that group chat. I'd only only Um, viewed it the once from the angle that it showed you, but then uh, I saw a lot of pictures and I, I was, I conceded that it was, the book was very high and it was dangerous and it was reckless. So, the uh, my own opinion on it was at, at first, I was thinking, well, he's obviously had no intent to 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 play the man, he's, he's went for the ball but at the same time, why are you going with your foot? Yeah. Go, go with your head, it's a, it's, a cross, it's a high cross, I don't know I don't know what, what came into his head to go with foot rather than head but it was uh, it was dangerous, dangerous play so um, I don't think he can have many complaints, what he can have complaints about is the fact that the referee saw it never deemed it a straight red get flagged, it took ages again, all that mm-hmm. kind of thing uh, I think that was kind of the smile when he was walking off, I think that was just the length of time it took. He must have yeah. thought, well, if you're going to flag it up, I know what's coming here, just tell me, like that kind of thing. Yeah. And then I was supposed to call after it, mentioned the fact about his, um, about his intent and that he was going for the ball, but ultimately I don't think he had many complaints either. Uh, pictures can make it look worse than what it was, but I, it's still, it was, I, you can't really complain, I don't think. Disappointed yeah. for Thumble because I've, I, keep, I keep thinking he's due a wee bit more game time than what he's getting. And the only time he's going to need to do an abada, basically, he's going to need to do an abada where he comes on and he, yeah. he, he makes himself unignorable for the next game. And now that's him robbed of that for a wee while again. Um, so I we'll, we'll need to see. We'll need to see. Did well. We'll be back tomorrow, Sean, to talk yep. about it all, and uh, we'll uh, pour over all the incidents. Hopefully, Val's not mentioned, Sean. Hopefully not, but I don't know how much hope. At some point tonight, I'll be typing the, the three letters. Yes, indeed. And then the four letters, IFAB. <laughs> yes, yeah. correct. But yeah, I'll just, again, draw your attention to the, the deal that we've got going, the ticker tape running along the bottom. Subscribe to the Celtic Way and support top quality journalism covering the club you love. Two deals for you, the Merry Christmas December deal. It's a pound for two months of full access to everything that's written on the website or 25% off the yearly price, which takes that to an excellent 26 quid. So you, and all you have to do is hit a button and you can join us, www.celticway.co.uk forward slash subscribe. That's www.celticway.co.uk forward slash subscribe. Sean, thanks very much for your contribution, First Class. Thanks to commenters as well. We hope you enjoy a wonderful Wednesday, result permitting, of course. Celtic head to Easter Road, hoping to... Stay at least nine points clear at the top of the Scottish Premiership table. We'll dissect it all tomorrow, guys. See you then. Cheers, Tony. Cheers, guys.